0: It's a bitch hunt, 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 it's a bitch hunt. hunt. Uh, So, folks, have you eaten anything good today or recently?
1: Luke, what have nope, you eaten? I've been pretty much just eating the same thing over and over what again. What
0: is it? What's that
1: been, Luke? Variations of different eggs on toast.
2: That's very pesto? That's very British of you.
1: Sometimes there's pesto, but I'm running low, so...
2: That's yeah. no good. I guess beans on toast ain't is good at all. The, the British thing. I think pretty much yeah, anything on toast is, is British, in my mind. What have you been eating, Will?
0: Well, uh... I made some chalky chip cookies with uh, some walnuts in them as well Yes, Why would you That's pretty tasty. a
2: perfectly good chocolate chip cookie with walnuts?
0: The walnuts, the, the little... I mean, just the tiny bit of nuttiness actually, I think, really enhances the chocolate flavor, in my
2: yeah.
1: humble opinion. We can agree to disagree on that.
2: I'm going to um, go ahead and agree to disagree with you on that, Willie. I'm with Luke.
0: The Hardy family has... Recently procured, as in, for a wedding gift, we pro- procured uh, an instant pot.
2: Oh, and dang! Those
0: motherfuckers—they t- are the most magical, wonderful thing. I don't want to turn this whole episode into a, a commercial for instant pot, but like, damn, down those it. things are so good. You, you, you can just basically—I mean, literally—just like saute garlic inside of those things, and then just put like any meat products and like like celery and carrots and some chicken stock and then you just put it you put it on for like you know 15 20 minutes and you got it like yourself an amazing stew going and your whole entire house smells like in stew and it's house. amazing
2: and alternatively you can chop up some some taters chop up an onion throw some uh some chicken mm. breasts in there uh Mm-hmm. Put that on the put that on the old slow cook setting before you go to work. Mm-hmm. You come home to mm-hmm. an entire house that's or entire apartment that smells like chicky goodness, oh, and damn. just the most delightfully tender, delicious chicken taters and onions that you could possibly ever have. I make that yeah, I make that I mean, like once a week, and it'll last a couple of it's days.
0: Fucking, it's fucking amazing. It's magical. And like, that's the thing about the thing about slow cooking too is like. You know, once you get past a certain amount of hours, like it doesn't really matter what you're cooking. Like it's always going to come out good. Exactly. Basically, yeah. Uh, like I'm not an expert. Please don't follow my advice. But like, basically follow my advice because it's like, <laughs> in anything, any any meat will fall off the bone. Any tuber is going to be rich and creamy. Rich and creamy. Any, yeah. Any you know, I mean the vegetables will basically turn to a. To a gelatin <laughs> but but like consistency, not in a bad, in a good way. yeah, way. not in a
2: bad way. Yeah, they're like they're and like melting your yeah. mouth gelatin. Yeah, not because I think that the problem with overcooking, and sometimes I, I do fall into the trap of overcooking stuff because I don't want I don't want to undercook. If you're doing that shit in an oven, you're gonna get a you're gonna get a dry product. Nobody likes that. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get a charred mm-hmm. product. Mm-hmm. In some specific instances, well, that's okay. Now, fellas, yes, have you tried air fryers? Uh, I am I not a millionaire, so no, I have not.
0: They're they're not they're not that expensive. I my mine was fifty dollars. Uh, my family in law has an air fryer, and I did not personally use it, but I did taste the the goodness that came from what's, it.
2: What's the verdict? I guess you
1: said it. It, it makes goodness. things crispy instead of tender, mm. but perfectly
2: crispy. Yeah, it's hard to char.
1: It's hard to burn, and it's really easy.
2: And it's done in a matter of minutes. How big is this I thing? Can't. This one of the big limiting factors in my apartment. Is I have very little counter space, and I got that. They're small. I got the you could
1: fit it on a. I I actually got one for my parents who live in a small one bedroom apartment as a gift. Dang.
2: Because they don't take up much space. I got I got the Mister Coffee. I got the dish rack. I got the coffee grinder. Got the toaster. Got the bread box. And those those just kind of stay out. And that leaves yeah. me with about, you know, seven square inches of counter space. Just
1: get rid of your toaster and
2: air fry your bagels. <sighs>
0: <laughs> That's, this is the thing. This is like my modern kitchen gripe. Is like There's so many goddamn appliances these days, and there's not enough counter space for them. I am taking them, this
2: <laughs> as but- a... Direct attack on the wedding gift that I gave you, Will, which I received a very nice thank you card in the mail for recently. But now no, I'm learning I, that I, that, I, that I, toaster I, that I gave you is nothing but a headache to you.
0: No, 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 no. I, I use the toaster a lot. I Instant Pot, so I'm great. <laughs> like, I, I used to have a crock pot. Well, I still do have a crock pot, but I just don't use the crock pot anymore because Instant Pot yeah. does that. I don't even really need to use yeah, a rice cooker anymore because the. Instant pot can yeah. do rice yeah, as can. well. So like, so like basically, if you if you can find a way to sort of find the most it does everything type appliances, then then you'll be all right. Now nothing can replace a good toaster, Jacob. And thank you very much <laughs> once again from the bottom of my heart for that toaster. Uh, we use it literally, um, not every day, but like probably like
2: six That's times a week. That's the reason that I got it, it for you, so that you'd be forced. To remember how hey, I would be I using
1: it every day. <laughs> I've been making that toast and eggs. So. <laughs> uh, uh, this is unrelated to food, fellas, but I feel like I must tell this story. Uh, yeah, fine. Earlier today, I attempted to give myself a haircut. Did you? <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, it's the quarantine thing to do. Okay. So you can see it. Yeah. You oh know, man, you
0: look you look exactly like Joe Exotic.
1: <laughs> yeah, I look exactly like Joe Exotic. But. I don't know, how would you describe it? Maybe slightly more in control.
0: Yeah, no, it's actually I I, would I, say I, I so. was I was doing a goof. Yeah. I was doing a goof. You don't look at all like Joe Exotic. You you look like a handsome young man.
2: Yeah. You look like well, you, know you look how... like Joe Exotic's third husband, Dylan. Spoiler yeah. alert.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, sorry guys. You know how most clippers have like an adjustable attachment that can go up or down?
2: Yeah. That varies by mm-hmm. length. Those have never worked well, for me. Well, on the back of my head. Hold on, turn around. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize
1: that the adjustment had snapped all the way down to the lowest one. Oh boy, turn and around! And I shaved like half of the back of my hair off.
2: Dude, give it, give us, give oh, us a spin.
0: pity that the funniest <laughs> moment of our podcast thus far was entirely a, entirely a visual, visual gag but holy shit you look like uh,
2: in some ways you I've are the, that you're the anti joe exotic because it's just it's like just I've bald seen, back there oh my goodness i feel
0: like i've seen i've seen that hairstyle in a martial arts movie before <laughs> i Where it's, like, only hair on the front and not on the
2: back. Wait, can you spin around just one more time, Luke, please? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You didn't notice this. (laughs) The the thing is... Well,
1: you know, I I apply a lot of pressure, you know. The thing is... So that I'm sure that
2: I'm getting an even cut. I don't think it would look as shocking if... uh, the tan line was if that wasn't so white. yeah, yeah, because you got a nice you got a nice pink going on the old neck uh, because that's that's the way that you tan., uh, but then, yeah, where there used to be hair is just like it's like an egg. It's like it's like pure porcelain <laughs> white, <laughs> which just really makes it jump uh... out. Oh my goodness. Uh, I feel like we owe it to our fans to take a picture of that and tweet tweet it out. I it's think okay. We probably do. And now that, it's okay. Now that now that I've said it, you kind of have to do it. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, that's oh. There's it's so good. And cuz the thing is the front looks it looks good. Like yeah, I was feeling pretty good about it. Like the 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 video quality Until this, I saw the back. The, the video quality on the chat isn't great, but like I I would not have uh, I would not have noticed necessarily that you even, you know, got a non-professional haircut. <laughs> I think <laughs> if it wasn't for the back. Ow. <laughs> just
0: Yeah, so there's this um there's this hairstyle uh that is <laughs> it's it's like the inverse of this I think that I've seen where it's it's only on the back, you know. Sure.
2: A mullet? Um, sure.
0: And, yeah, I mean, well, is you, that, you've, is got, that a you've just got the other side of
2: it. Is that what a skulllet is? Is a, a scallet where you have a right bald now. head and then only hair in the back? Yeah, skulllet's kind of like...
0: Yeah, so Luke's kind of got an inverse skulllet right now, is so, what he's got. Yeah,
2: right now, if you want to, go ahead and Google scallet, and then just imagine... <laughs> Imagine instead of a face being there, the back of a head
0: being there, and that's basically what. Yeah, what you got for that's Luke. pretty
2: close. We
0: Sorry. can make people's. We can make our audience's imagination far worse than an actual picture
2: that's of this. True. Luke. That's true. <laughs> it's the
1: hairstyle of the Frankish and Norman warriors,
2: is what it is. <laughs> the Frankish and Norman warriors. <laughs> Did you look that up? Google that. Did you look that up to try to justify what you've done to yourself? Frankish
0: Norman Warriors.
2: (laughs) This is podcast gold.
0: This is all podcast gold. Oh my god, you're right, Luke. You're right. Frankish
1: Norman. Just
2: Google that and you got Luke to a T. Can you tell me that one more time? Frankish Norman Warriors? Yeah. Here Yeah. Yeah. It's not quite that extreme, but it's not that far away either. Boy, that is uh, if you just if you if you get
0: a if you get your bangs to kind of go off to the side, then you got it. <laughs> All right, that's that's so good. That's absolutely well, anyway, delightful.
1: I would say anyway. I'm, I'm looking like a snack right now. You sure Yeah,
0: are. you're looking like a snack.
2: You're looking and like food like, is snacks.
0: Yeah, food are snacks. Uh, yeah.
2: Is is your favorite kind of food snacks? Is it our Food is singular. Nah. Um, is food, is, food, food is, is snacks, snacks. Food is <laughs> snacks your favorite food? That's grammatically correct. Food.
1: food is a snack.
2: There we go. Snacks are a, f- yeah. snacks is a food.
0: Snacks is food.
2: You know what? No matter how you slice it, snacks are tasty. Food is often tasty. Yeah. Uh... We're gonna talk yeah. about food a little more on this podcast. <laughs> that's what we're doing
0: yeah that's that's the theme of today's episode.
2: <laughs> this is going great guys who who wants to go yeah, first I, I,
0: uh i got I got a little idea uh cooking here in the instant pot. are you of my noggin?
2: Are you the most prepared Will?
0: Uh, well uh well you know. Normally, I don't go right on the on the toilet right before we record, I but I know. happen to this time, and so the juices got flowing, so to speak, in more
2: than one way.
0: Um, yeah. So, uh, here we go. All right. Uh, let's let's just start. Tuck right. Let's just talk right in here. Let's folks. do it. Yeah. Um. So, uh, my pitch is about two friends. Well, let's say three friends who uh,
2: <laughs> have a podcast
0: are. They're, they're in a small town and they decide the to, town? uh, it's in somewhere in the upper Midwest <laughs> and, uh, they decide to open up a, like a, a shaved ice, like a, sort of like a, a Rita's, oh boy. uh, water ice kind of stand um, this is because it's like a big thing out. It's like a big thing out in out in like New Jersey or whatever. But it's not it's not really that big in the in the Midwest.
1: So yeah, they you're, you're that talking they Italian ice, not shaved ice, yeah, really.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I I I I well, I am a Minnesota boy. So, I, I, well, I say it's Rita's water ice. That's what they yeah, call well, it, right?
2: <laughs> it's water not ice or Italian ice, ice. ice. Yeah. both are acceptable. Shaved ice is something and else synonymous.
0: Well, okay, I this is the thing. I was just freestyling off the dome. I was like, shaved ice. No, no. you know what? I'm going to go for something entirely different. Do it. Need is water ice, yeah, right? Which yeah. is a completely different product because, Luke,
1: you want to explain why it's completely different? Is shaved ice, they, they give you a cup of ice that's flaky and plain, and then they pour syrup into it. Water ice or Italian ice, it's... It's all just mixed within from the get go, mm-hmm. so you get flavor so, with every bite. Mm-hmm. the The syrup doesn't drip to the bottom the way it does with yeah. shaved ice.
0: And we have like a really enterprising um, young young man, and he's kind of like the showman of the group. Sure. You know, he's he's handsome and good looking. He's got beautiful blonde locks, and he <laughs> uh, decides like the thing. The way to really make this like a real. Uh, a real, like not only a gustatory experience, but a a real feast for all senses, right, is he's going to have like a, like a, a, a spinning spit of ice, kind of like a, like a kebab shop, you know, Um, and he's going to just sort of like uh, scythe it off, off of that, like Donner or something. Is that how you pronounce it?
2: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, so I don't know. You know,
0: you know, like those, you know, like those, you know, when you go to a, when you go to like a Euros place and they've got that big old lamb, lamb hunk of meat that's yeah, spinning around. Yeah. i familiar with so, that. Know? Is it called a Donner? It's, I think it's like doner or Donner. I don't know. It's like D O N E R or some shit. I'll I look up the
1: pronunciation. I don't think it's Donner because that'd be. Too coincidentally reminiscent of the Donner. Party. That's what
2: I was thinking too. I, I thought you were making like some kind of dark, dark reference to. It's either Donner or
0: Donner. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's spelled D O N E R. Anyway, I would guess it's probably um,
2: like oh, I don't know. So,
0: so he he has this idea. He's like you know he, he's a, a midwestern boy born and raised, but he went out to uh, you know the theme parks in in in, in Atlanta City. Uh, and had himself some Rita's water ice, he, he went out to New York and he, he went to a kebab shop and he was like, you know what, why don't we take the, the, pre, the, the sort of theatrics of the Euros place and the, and the great fine water ice product of New Jersey, incorporate them together, make this, this, this stand, you know, we'll call it the water ice stand. Um, they probably come up with a sexier name for that, but...
1: Pretty basic. Um, yeah. Shall we
0: re- shall we work shock it? Yeah, shop it? Yeah.
1: Uh it's
2: Doner.
0: <laughs> doner. All right. Thanks, Luke. They call You're their welcome.
2: They call their stand Ice to Meet You.
0: Ice to Meet You. And then they and then there's a subtitle that's Water Euros. Maybe they just do like the whole thing kind of Euros style. So like there's also like like sort of like a Choco Taco that they kind of put it in. Um and that and it's combination like, of flavors. And then they, they, and then they sort of, and then they sort of sprinkle some, like, uh, I don't know. They, 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 they sprinkle like some. Dippin Dots? I mean, we were talking, were we, were we talking on the pod about how great, uh, condensed milk is? They, they put some condensed milk sure. on top think, of that I shit. I think we were, yeah. Um, so anyway, you know, it's like this, <laughs> it, this incredibly and- hot product, and it becomes the talk of the town. There is gonna be a plot of this movie, okay. by the way. Yeah. Um.
1: Uh, it hardly needs a, one though. This is great as, so
0: fresh. As, as much of a plot as you get normally from me. <laughs> so y- you have this this shop, it's it's going incredibly well. It's going almost too well, maybe? Because this is a kind of a small town, right? Um and then it turns out that another one of the 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 boys, um, kind of a more of a shifty, shifty uh Character. He's he's got auburn hair, but no hair in the back for, for whatever reason. Um, this turns like out, you, Jacob. turns out that he's turns out that he's gotten himself into a little bit of trouble, uh, gotten mixed up in a little bit of organized crime. Oh boy. turns out he's been laundering money through the stand to to keep it out of the the hands of the IRS and Uncle Stan. <laughs>
2: Blee. You know. Blee. That's, um, uh...
0: So then. Then the movie kind of becomes this this uh, difficult journey where uh, the other two more more wholesome boys uh, find out about this seedy underground shit, and they're they're kind of into deep, and they have to get out. Um, but the only way they can get out is using what they know to to do best, which is bringing the community together and and selling a lot of fucking amazing water ice euros. Um, so
2: how is that going to solve their and problem, so, though?
0: Well, they got to get out of debt, and they also. Uh, so have they? Like, have they? They also just need to like launder it really, really good. You know what I mean? Like, they need to make it more plausible that they're making this much money by by having instead of it being like. Half Wait. of the overhead, so they're hundreds. not putting
1: a stop to the laundering. They're just kind of well, leaning no, they in. They're the just covering it up better. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they put a, they put a stop to the they put a stop to the drug stuff, but they they end up having to like they have to first of all uh, get out of debt with the with the crime boss who's supplying them drugs, but they also have to um, make enough money so that the the amount of money that they're laundering it barely it barely registers anything, you know. And then they How, and how then does they, making
2: more money make it less, n- less They're making noticeable. more money legitimately through, through so water. So there's a smaller portion rice. of laundered money. I see, oh, yeah. I see.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know crime. I know how yeah, it that, works. Yeah, I was going to say then, that's,
2: that's every, every successful money laundering operation is not like you're, 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 you know, like a dry cleaner or something. It's something like really high profile, like a bank in my understanding mm-hmm. of of, mm-hmm. of laundering money and organized crime you want your front the front business you want that to to get a lot of attention which will in mm-hmm. turn uh, not make people suspicious listeners yeah, listeners well, tweet I mean, at us and tell, tell tell us if there's anything wrong how do you with launder uh, your money? our understanding of money laundering how do i launder my money I'm not my understanding is
0: that you my understanding i'm asking understanding the listeners is, Oh, like,
2: okay, I see.
0: Traditionally you do it through a laundromat because that's why it's called money laundering, right. you know. Yep. But yep, yep, yep. but if you want to if you want to do something different, uh anything that's sort of a service industry that deals primarily in cash, um you're going to be good, you know. But anyway. Sure,
2: no arguments here.
0: No arguments here. The point is uh they got to get out by bringing the community together under some fine fine ice heroes and also, maybe there's a rival, uh, a, a rival business that does like fucking hoagies or something that they have to like would, compete that against. That would be
2: ridiculous. Um, how could, so how they, could a small like, town? They know that do that. Run a successful they know uh, hoagie business.
1: Also, uh, <laughs> why are they in competition?
2: <laughs> um,
1: Who would well, be because... like? Oh, I'm thinking. I really want either water ice or a hoagie right now. <laughs> It's
0: it's crazy but like this um the problem is that this this hoagie restaurant also sells ice cream and that the employees when you when you order one scoop they give you four scoops and so oh. like the deal is so the deal is so good that it entices people away from the the water ice place so you got to you got to find find creative ways around that a lot of branding uh they get they get people um to like pretend that it's hotter than it actually is to entice people around there so like do they, do they, they find that one of the well so one of the one of the boys is just like super sweaty all the time <laughs> and and so they they use they use this skill of being super sweaty to like uh, uh. Th- convince people that it's a really hot day out you know <laughs>
2: Sure. Um, I love how the first two boys so, have such yeah. big important roles in this, and the third boy is known only for for being sweaty. I appreciate that a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, he's also just like a a, a, gen, a gentle soul. That the, nah, uh, the, the damage is brings,
2: done. Don't try to cover your ass now. Brings well. people
0: around. <laughs> Brings people around. Maybe you know this is this is post pandemic America, so like people can hug again, and he's he gives out good hugs <laughs> to customers Aww. and stuff like that. Good sweaty hugs. Good
2: sweaty hugs. The <laughs> best kind of hug.
0: Uh yeah, and then in the end they they're able to uh get out of get out of the business by by which I mean the crime business, and their their water ice stand thrives, um, and they end up turning it into a franchise and getting super successful and rich off of it. And uh, and that's the end of my pitch. I hope you liked it's it. It's
2: beautiful. I it did. I liked it very much. My favorite character was the sweaty boy. Oh, was it, Jacob?
1: <laughs> of the haircuts you described in your pitch, my favorite was the one where the guy didn't have much hair in the back. <laughs>
2: Good. Good. It's a classic. Yeah. All right, I'd ship that. Please listen. listen. On. <laughs> that haircut. I sure hope it does. I think it could
0: definitely catch on, yeah. Well,
2: I kind of You know
0: what? I as soon as I'm as soon as I'm done with this, I'm gonna shave off all the back of my hair. I'm sure my <laughs> wife will love that.
1: She'll get her to do it. She, she would be so eager. She'll probably do it for you. <laughs>
2: yeah. Jacob, if only you had a wife to shave the back of your head. I think about that every Every day and night. Remember when we were at Will's wedding and we shaved the back of each other's necks? Yeah. That's what I want my married life to be like. <laughs> every day. And you think
0: about that every day? I
2: do think about that every day and <laughs> night. <laughs> How much I would like to have the back of my neck shaved. All right, Jacob, pr- do
0: you also think about the pitch that you're going to do?
2: I do think about the pitch I do uh, most often. When I can remember what the uh, what the prompt is, I think about it, but I... Was not, I was not able to remember that until about 20 minutes ago. But don't worry, I've come up with a great idea in the last 20 minutes. All right, let's hear it. All right, so my pitch, my film, is about the, uh, the war between two mid-sized cities to get in the Guinness Book of World Records for having created the world's largest meatball. Oh my god. So in each one of these mid-sized cities there is a a pasta place and each pasta place has uh as a, as a claim to fame they say that they serve uh the biggest co- commercially available meatballs on the market. Uh and so these aren't your Who regulates that. These aren't well, I mean it it doesn't it's not to the point where the Guinness Book of World Records is involved because these are restaurants and they're, so they're sar- serving the kind of you know a size of meatball that is it's it's ludicrous but it's not so big uh, so as to have the the Guinness Book have to step in to adjudicate um, so it's the, you know, it's uh, kind of a similar situation to one that happens uh, that it happened that has happened that exists in. Uh, the great state of Minnesota, where there are two different places that claim to be the original home of the Juicy Lucy. Uh, you have Matt, Matt's Bar, and you have the mm-hmm. Five Eight Club, and they both probably
0: the most uh, acrimonious beef in the state of the great state of Minnesota. <laughs> that was a
2: great, great use of the word beef. Well, of beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It- <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> I uh, I believe you, uh, but it was great anyway. Uh, but I mean, th- this kind of thing happens all over the place. You know, you you you, you go down to the corner, and you're going to see a, a restaurant that has a sign that's making some outlandish claim about having the best this, or the biggest that, or the the saltiest what have you. Um, but these. These two places catch wind of each other because there is a there's a guy who's a who's a meatball <laughs> I aficionado. like that someone's
1: bragging about having the saltiest dish out there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the saltiest <laughs> stew. Yeah. Everybody wants that. Um, Some of the saltiest sardines. The saltiest sardines. Absolutely. There are pizza places there's a pizza place down the street from me that says they have the saltiest sardines. Uh, that's not true but what is true is that this this kind of this kind of over exaggeration happens all over the place and there is i don't think there is to answer your question from a while ago luke there's no governing body that goes around um and and regulates this kind of thing like the 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 fcc is in charge of making sure that people don't lie in, in commercials right but i don't think that there's a i don't think that there's any inspector who goes around to these restaurants that say they have the best pizza in New York or what have you and actually puts it to the test. But in this case, there is a guy uh, who goes by the name of Mr. Meatball who just really loves a good meatball. And so he's made it a, a goal in life of his to find the best, the, the best and the biggest meatballs in the United States uh, and he actually he he has a he has a podcast called the meat cast where he uh goes to these restaurants and reviews reviews the the various meatballs. So he because of his affinity for meatballs catches wind of these two restaurants um and you know he goes out there he uh he brings his his tape measure with him and he measures them up and what he finds is that they both have uh, both of the meatball, both of the pasta places have meatballs that are exactly the same size. What? Whoa! Um, Which one's more dense? They're the same density. Um, in a, in a in an in absolutely insane twist, it turns out that the people that started this restaurant were identical twins who were separated at birth, and they both Whoa. independently <laughs> oh, came up goodness. with. Uh, the same exact recipe with the same exact specifications to create these delicious, giant, juicy meatballs that they're plopping on top of piles of pasta. So the meatball world catches wind of this, and it's not, I don't know, scandal isn't really the right word, but there's a big hubbub about the fact that for once, these two restaurants that everybody, not everybody, but quite a few people thought that they were full of spit and vinegar, and they're each just saying that they had the biggest meatball. Um, but, you know, the, the, everybody thinks that one of them must actually be the biggest meatball. But guess what? They're both technically right. Wow. So, mm. the restaurant what, what a conundrum. Well, everybody's the resta- happy. Everybody's... It seems like a win-win. It does. At first, it seems like a win-win. And uh, Mr. Meatball decides that he wants to get these two master chefs together and have them meet. Um, and, uh, you know... He could throw a ball for them. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, they could throw a ball. They could, they could meet and throw a ball, the two of them. Because he, he recognizes the fact that they look exactly the same. So uh, he sets up this, this meeting and... Uh, they, uh they get together and at first they're like, "Wow, this is incredible. uh look how you look like me. Wow, that's wacky. I look like you and you look like me. uh let's get a DNA test, and they do, and they're twins um and for a while, things are going uh they're going well, they're going swell for everybody, and it seems like we're getting the happy ending that that will predicted that everybody would just be happy. but then. One and of, then mm-hmm. we get that ending? No, we can't get I'm that sensing ending. No, I'm sensing some trouble ar- on the horizon here. Uh, Luke, you're way off. Will, you are spot on. Trouble's on the oh horizon. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Although these two... Do they have identity crises because
1: they don't know who they are as individuals now that they've seen that they were fated to make the same
2: meatball because it was in their very DNA? I like that idea a lot. So it they, they, they become fast friends. Um... And they start hanging out a lot. And one crazy night, they get, they do just lots and lots of drugs and get very high. And at some point during the night, um, one looks at the other and the other looks at the one and they can no longer remember who is who. What? (laughs) That seems like a trip. It's it's a trip. They just man. dissociate. They, they dissociate completely. This will be a, like a really like great trippy scene in the film where this sounds super super trippy. Where yeah. like like everything is kind of blurry, um, but also like colors are oversaturated and like you know you get those shots where it's like uh, you know pe- they're they're both seeing double and there's lots lots of mm-hmm. they have thrown lots of effects on. So there on are you. four of them. There are four of them, and then there are eight of them, and then there are 16 of them, and then they start to see the fabric of reality tearing around them. Yeah. and uh,
0: There's a giant
2: man with uh, coconut shells who kind of, like, shuffles them
0: around. He does. Like uh, like that game of, like, find the, yeah. find the person. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he does that, uh, and then the coconut shells turn into meat. Into half meatballs halfway through. Oh my and god! He turns turns That's them over. So deep. He turns them over, and each meatball has th- the face on it, and they they look exactly the same. So th- they don't know which face is which. And then he smashes the two meatballs together, or the two half meatballs together, to oh make a god. full meatball. Um, so their faces are like they're smooching in the middle, uh, and then he takes it apart again, oh and like they have melded into one, and like trippy shits going down, like like crazy uh and so that happens and things are getting trippy 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 and then it fades to black and then uh, they wake up the next morning uh just covered with covered with meat um and uh (laughs) they they look at each other and they have this moment where there's they're like who am I basically um (laughs) and uh and then what happens they take they take a guess and they're like, well, I guess I'll be Sal and you'll be uh you'll be you'll be uh you'll be also Sal. They're both named Sal confusingly. Um but I'll be the Sal. <laughs> Isn't
1: this a pretty easy problem to sort out? Like couldn't they talk to their friends and yeah, see what memories they do- have or don't have?
2: Here's the thing. They're both a little bit reclusive because they've spent their entire lives trying to uh like with the singular goal of making the best the biggest and best meatball. Um so they they have kind of uh i don't they've like their 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 social lives have kind of uh and especially since they met each other like everybody else in their lives has been they they just kind of they just kind of have forgotten about them and have left them in the dust uh and only care about each other and and the meatballs uh, so they like try to contact their friends. It's pretty sad. It's super sad. They try to contact their friends and be like, I am having an identity crisis. I need to know if I am who I think I am. And their friends are like, fuck you. Uh, we don't like you anymore. All you care about is meat and your identical twin. You're such a fucking tool. Get away from me. Never speak to me again. <laughs> uh, and this, this hurts them very much. That's
1: how it is with my twin brothers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so they, they, uh, they decide that uh, they're just gonna have to live out their their respective lives, um, hoping that they're right when they decided which one was which. Um, but eventually, um, you know, they they, they try to just go about their their lives as they had, each running sales uh, each in their different city. Um, but each one of them starts to have doubts about who they are. Like, they find themselves making the meatball they used to, but there's, like, just, like, something doesn't feel right. Um, And eventually one of them has a psychotic break uh, and decides that he needs to destroy the other twin once and for all. And not by killing them, but by making a slightly bigger meatball so that they can because they had had this pact where they were going to keep their meatballs the same size because they were getting along so well. But then one of the twins is like, mm-hmm. I, can, I can live this, this life no longer. I used to be happy having this twin and sharing the glory with him, but it's time for me to distinguish myself as an individual because I've been having this, this crisis of, you know, of uh, non... This is... Go on.
0: A bad a really bad drug trip. I'm gonna just I'm just gonna say it's it's not like, it's not ideal, man. Quite a conse quite a consequential drug trip it, just happened. It,
2: it is, and it's I mean that's the message of this film, is that Don't drugs, do drugs are drugs. bad okay. Um but uh <laughs> so the- But you're kinda making meat sound bad too. Is meat bad? No, nothing Is Brotherhood bad? No. Brotherhood and meat are Two of the staples of of uh, yeah, the I think you go term. into this movie kind of
0: knowing upfront that Brotherhood and Meat are, are the good guys,
2: and know? that never changes. <laughs> let me let me assuage any worries that people have that this is going to be an anti-meat film because it is not going to be an anti-meat well, film.
1: Maybe you should make that obvious upfront
2: with the title. Meat like is good.
1: Brotherhood and Meat forever,
2: featuring twins. Brotherhood and Meat uh, number four ever. Starring uh, secret twins Sal and Sal is gonna be the title, the full title of the
1: And who's gonna play the twins? Tom Cruise for both?
2: Uh, I'm thinking somebody a little meatier. Um, uh, uh ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, Mr. Marvel, that guy. You know who I'm talking about. I don't know who that is. Uh Rock No, no 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 no. The Mr. Marvel, you know who I'm talking about. How, well, how can I not come up with his name?
0: Benedict Cumberbatch? No, he's
2: not meaty at all. He's, Captain America? He's like a string bean. No! John, what's his face?
0: John... Jack Krasinski?
2: John Travolta. <laughs> no, you guys are so unhelpful. John Marvel. John... John Marvel. John, Ritter? <laughs> no, John... What are John about? Ritter is not who I'm talking about at all. The guy, Happy... John Favreau. John Favreau. Oh yeah, he's a, a real life chef too. So there you go, Mr. Meat himself, Mr. Marvel Meat. John Favreau is going to play both of the twins. <laughs> John
0: Favreau is Mr. Marvel. That's okay. Is that he tracks. actually called Mr.
2: Marvel? No, not at no, all. No, he's called
0: Roadie or he's something. Happy, Groupy happy. He's, he is <laughs> he's, got, he's got a Y he's ending. He's a hundred percent
2: called Happy. Roadie is somebody else entirely. Roadie is Don Cheadle. <laughs> I think he's Don Cheadle. You're correct. Do, Don, yes, you're Don correct. Cheadle you're correct. Uh, yeah. At the end of the day, it's gonna be Jon Favreau. Um,
0: yeah, the director of Iron the Man. The director
2: of Iron Man, happy in the director of Chef. The director of Chef, Chef himself. He's he was born to play yeah. this this okay. role. Um, but in any case, in, in in the interest of of starting to wrap this up, um, Sal number one, who we will call him, uh, decides that he needs again. He needs to distinguish himself. He, the lines have been blurred. Uh, so so deeply that he no longer feels like he's an individual, and he has has lost this individuality that he really wants to regain. And so he does so by making his meatball slightly bigger. And Sal number two sees that this has happened and feels betrayed to his core. Like nothing, no no greater injustice has ever been done to him in his life. He feels like he has been. He's been uh, picked up, chewed on, spit out, and then sat on by a bunch of a bunch of big fat people. Uh, this is not a fat oh, man, negative. This awful. is not a fat negative pitch, by the way. Um, but that's just how yeah. it feels. Well,
0: it just it, you don't you don't want extra weight on you when you're being sat on. That's all.
2: no, that's true. Though there is something to be said about a more voluptuous oh, booty. Yeah. Like if I if Luke yeah. if I were to give, be given a choice. To have Luke sit on me with his bony butt, or like a a, a yeah. pretty fat person sit on me with a nice, <laughs> yeah. nice like soft cushion. Ain't nobody
0: wants. Uh, ain't nobody wants Luke to sit on their face. Yeah, because <laughs> the face is just gonna get get punch marks. Get in it. Face sitting come into the picture here. <laughs> Uh, that oh, I assume that's what we were talking about. Right,
2: I, I, I've gone down a road that I shouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> it, the, the point is, uh, they, they basically get into this this war where uh, each one will make their meatball slightly bigger, um, and it, they get bigger and they get bigger and they get bigger and bigger and bigger um, until they finally uh, pretty much max out. Because they're still they're still worried about quality too. Uh, so they, they have basically maxed out how big you can make a meatball while still having it be like a tasty meatball. And they both reach this, like, critical size, and each one of them tries to make a, one that's slightly bigger, um, but then it's, like, past that tipping point. They just start to taste gross. Um, so they reach a stalemate, um, or so it seems. But then this is the point at which they decide to bring in the Guinness Book of World Records, Um To make the final judgment um and so they've they've agreed that they're going to both make uh one last meatball and they're going to bring it to the guinness book of world records who will settle once and for all who has the biggest tasty meatball um biggest meatball period is a different uh category that they're not going to mess with because as i said after you get past a certain point it's just the the taste does not stay um, so they both make one final giant meatball and bring it in. And here's the thing, though. One of them has added a secret ingredient to their meatball at the last second. Is on, it love? On the day. It is not love, is the surprising thing. It's it is more of that drug that they took. It's not love. It's <laughs> not more of that drug that they took. Uh, at first... Is it water So, So they win. The the sal number two wins with a a a slightly bigger meatball, and sal number one is just Mm -hmm. torn up about this. It's like what what has he done? Like what could he possibly have done to make this meatball bigger while not sacrificing taste? Um, And so it drives him nearly to madness. But eventually, he decides that he's going to sneak in one day to uh, his twin brother's restaurant. He's going to steal a sample of it and bring it to. A science lab where they do science. And at the science lab, they're gonna test it and figure out what all the ingredients are. And here's the twist. Mm -hmm. It's a big twist. twist, It was human meat. What? He added human meat to his meatballs to make it bigger. It turns out it turns out that that all of those friends that he used to have who disowned him, (laughs) he had hunted them down and had put them in his meat grinder.
0: Oh my God! And had
2: it supplemented his meatball so this with guy, the human meat.
0: This this guy's just like Emma Watson in that other pitch that you. Yes. Yeah, this is
2: your second cannibal pitch, Jacob. It is my second cannibal pitch. Uh, I realized that as the idea was formulating in my head, but <laughs> uh, it, it's a great it's a great idea.
0: That's a that's a great one. <laughs> so then it turns out that they actually have nothing in common because the other Sal he's not a cannibal.
2: You're right. He, the other sal, and so he finds, he, his, identity he finds again. his identity again he realizes that there is a line he changes
0: his name to not cannibal sal yes
2: <laughs> sal the non cannibal sal sal the non cannibal um and yeah non, he real, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah he realizes non non cannibal non cannibal sal he realizes, so what happens to Canisal? does he get arrested uh no he doesn't get arrested because uh non canisal decides not to go to the police because. That would, uh, there would be a whole bunch of like espionage charges that would have been brought against him because he snuck into his his competitor's restaurant and stole uh, a sample of the meatball, which is is just not not something that you get away with in the in the competitive meatball making field. Um, so he, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess he uh, pushes his pushes his brother into the meat grinder and grinds him up. Oh my god. And then needs him? No, he doesn't need him. And becomes cannibal He doesn't son. he doesn't need oh him because god. that's what separates the two of them. And
0: that would be amazing. That would be like the 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 trippiness. It it turns out that their trip was actually uh it was a it was a a vision of the future.
1: Turns out there was only ever one of them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That would be quite that would be quite the that twist. That would be quite the turns twist. Turns out he's been competing with himself this entire time Working at and two different whole, restaurants and, and both 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 towns' They've created this massive rivalry over this one man who just likes to make giant meatballs,
2: And everybody knows. And then he eats himself and dies. Everybody has known all along that it was the same person. Uh, It's a great idea, but it's not my pitch. Um, That can be adapted and turned into somebody else's pitch.
0: With a little refinement, this could be a, a true American classic. And I ship it hardly i
2: thank you for that will and
0: my name is will hardy so <laughs> that
1: means something it
2: means everything i
1: ram it into a tube and ship it as well
2: heck yeah mm. heck yeah heck yeah thanks gents much appreciated
0: please recommend your friends to listen to our podcast
1: sometimes there's songs all right lukey so my pitch is an adaptation of two classic works of literature
2: okay okay can you can we guess one is you can guess yeah uh my guess is the bible and my guess is oh wait we're gonna smash our two guesses together. oh i thought
0: we were each giving one Yeah. no i like i that. thought we were each giving I one i like that Mine is Catch Twenty Two.
2: The Bible and well, Catch Twenty Two. Did you get it? Yeah. Two for two. Awesome.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, that was some a crazy guessing. I, I almost think that you're just doing a bit here.
1: No, that's really all there is to my pitch. All right, I'll ship it. It's the Bible and Catch Twenty
0: Two. Just mash them all together. Right.
2: And yeah. Throw in some food. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Call it a day. <laughs> So we just did your work for you by guessing two things.
2: <laughs> yeah, I had no idea what I was going to talk oh, about. Oh dang! You know, it would be really great though, <laughs> is if you made it a a red wall pitch because the descriptions of food in those books. Oh damn! Were s- They're really They're good. So talking, good. Yeah, so so toit, so good. Mm-hmm. Never made me want to eat nuts do that. more. Right. In reality, my pitch
1: is a. Pygmalion Ooh. and Streganona <laughs> Masho. Oh my gosh.
0: Streganona is a fucking great food
1: book, That's man. a
2: banger of a book. It's the
1: best. I love that book. If you haven't read it, it's about this uh, old lady who has a magic pasta pot. Never ending pasta pot. She leaves town for a bit and leaves the pasta pot in the care of some other bloke who knows the spell to make it. Start making pasta, but can't figure out how to turn off the pasta machine. Womp right. wah. So the town is just overrun with pasta. Yeah. But in my modern retelling, the pasta pot is a magic instant pot. Oh my god. Ah. And instead of just flooding the town with pasta, the pasta becomes this magical person. Whoa.
2: Oh kind of like, God. kind God. of like Pinocchio.
1: Like, Let's throw Pinocchio in this too. Yeah, why? Not? All right. It's not a real boy; it's a pasta boy. So it just becomes a noodle boy. <laughs> I, I would like to once again yeah.
2: say this is the second noodle boy pitch that Luke has done. He had that Daniel Radcliffe uncooked noodle movie. <laughs> 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 can't
0: can't That's say true, that but we're, he wasn't we're literal most, noodles. we not literal you know d- like versatile people with our pitches. Well, we had to do
2: fifty original. We got 50 we got hits. When you, when you got a, couple a great episodes <laughs> right, right, right <laughs>
0: When you've it got a good a recipe, so to speak
2: <laughs> There there we go Sorry, Luke, go ahead So this nude boy uh-huh.
1: Comes out piping hot
0: mm-hmm.
1: And starts out small Just a mm-hmm. little baby nude boy mm-hmm. But <laughs> uh, Jacob just dropped off our call
0: Alright, well, hopefully okay. He's, He's, back. Back. He's
1: back Did I get Everybody? dropped?
2: It said that the call ended Yeah Yeah. All right. Well, sorry if that was my fault. No harm, no foul. Okay.
1: Anyway, so there's this nude boy who is getting bigger and bigger by the minute because the Instant Pot keeps cranking out hot nudes. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. And this is a problem because this noodle boy is sentient, but he's only been alive for like 15 minutes tops.
2: Sure, sure. So
1: mm-hmm. it has no object permanence, no mm-hmm. motor control. Kind of just it's a big just baby. This big baby who's big. getting bigger and bigger and is going to probably mm. wreck the town. Oh my goodness. Cuz uh, it's just going to be crawling, stomping. I mean, it's going to be basically a big noodle Godzilla, at, at that, which is At that
2: point he can either crawl or stomp weaving into this adaptation. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> at 15 minutes past birth, I don't think anybody's crawling or stomping. But I suppose you have an answer for that, don't you? Uh,
1: uh, it, yeah, it's aging at an accelerated rate. There you go.
2: Because... It's out in the hot sun. Be- because
1: magic. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So the people are getting concerned. Um, they don't want to eat this baby because it's a baby. Yeah, yeah. And it seems to be alive, and they, uh, they don't want to hurt it. But also, they're really fearful that it's just going to smash the whole town and then move on to neighboring towns and eventually destroy the world sure so it becomes kind of your classic Godzilla thriller
2: I, Godzilla f- I thriller. you know I love a Godzilla thriller
1: yeah Jacob
0: Jacob more so I mean we all really like big monster movies yeah. but Jacob fucking goes there is, that so hard. there
2: is a, a a trope it's not even really a trope this is just it reminds me of something Ted told me about this podcast that he loves um which i again i'm not going to name because we do not uh promote other podcasts on our podcast
1: <laughs> but there's there's
2: it's it's a movie based podcast and there's a guy uh who's kind of playing a character on it and one of his favorite characteristics in a like a movie character or just like a movie plot at all is just simply the the idea of of something being really big and i yeah. i am the same way like i I love I love a movie where the, the, they they play with scale of things. It just it really gets me going. Uh, Pacific Rim is a is a a one example of that. Very stupid movie, but boy do I just love seeing those big things going at it. It's real fun, is what I'm saying. It's real fun. And this is going to be
1: a fun movie. Awesome. It'll have suspense. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. Do they bring in the National Guard? <laughs>
2: Of course. They bring in art. many yeah, nations, movies. National Guards. And they shoot tanks All at it. All the nations it and it just... band together to... Yeah.
1: Yeah, eventually it gets to a point where there is destruction happening, and they think, oh no, this is just, at this point, a teenager, but we probably have to take this baby down. Oh yeah. So they try to kill it, but but they can't, because it just keeps growing out of the pot. They try to destroy the pot, but... Instant pots are just such a well-made product that... <laughs> indestructible. <laughs> they so, are very well-made. They figure their only hope is to find Streganona and bring her back to the pot. Get her to work her magic do and we, turn off the noodles. Do we get
2: to see uh, any little like snippets of what Streganona's been doing on her vacay? What do you want her to be doing? Uh, Windsurfing. Taking selfies? Taking selfies while windsurfing. Uh... Maybe some skydiving, you know, going to museums and stuff. Maybe taking a pottery class. She's doing all those things.
1: And the pottery class is just like ghost. Oh my god. (laughs) It turns into sex. It turns into sex. With the ghost of
2: the remaining Swayze brother.
1: So they have to send a private eye after Striganona. And eventually he tracks her down on some remote beach. And they get the National Guard to fly her back to their small village and she turns off the pot but they still have this gigantic kid right. roaming around he's not growing anymore but he's still very massive and causing a lot of destruction so give, give me a se- so lots of people are dying
2: okay give you what give me a sense of how big this noodle boy is at this point head in the clouds head in the clouds big dang in the clouds big that's real big
0: that's that's really big. I don't know if I've actually ever seen a monster movie where it's in the clouds, big.
2: Well, there's a first for everything. There's a first you know? for everything. Yeah. I'm trying to think of one, and I don't know. I don't know that I've ever. No, I don't know if I've ever seen that.
0: That's real big in the clouds. Big is real
1: big.
2: Yeah. So are just shots. It is real big. Are like the the cinematic shots of this noodle boy like taken from space.
1: Yeah, you'll see some satellite footage. Gosh, yeah. They're just stomping around and you'll also see how giant its footprints are in the ground.
2: So, uh, what what is this noodle boy comprised of? So, he's like he's head as you said, he's head in the clouds big. But are these are these like girthy noodles or are they just like regular sized noodles but just so many of them and they're like so long? It's
1: regular sized noodles, Holy moly. And there's just a a ton of art. oh my yeah.
2: gosh! That that's
1: a lot of news. That's a
2: lot of nudes. That's gonna take a lot of like this. The the CGI budget on this is gonna be just outrageous.
1: Yeah, it's gonna take like fifty five years <laughs> for this to render. People of the future,
2: you'll enjoy this film. <sighs>
1: All
2: right, so how's Dragonona um, gonna gonna resolve this? Or is it going to be? Yeah.
0: Also, how does this have to do with Pygmalion? I also want to know that.
2: Well, I feel like that's coming up.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Honestly, I don't. I don't really remember <laughs> Pygmalion very well. I, get I just remember that, you that got, someone created. You got
0: sidetracked here a little bit.
1: <laughs> someone made a creation that became a person. Okay. Okay. And uh, yeah, I guess I'll have to work that in somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. At this point, the noodle person's coming on 20 years old, and it's only known violence. They, they keep shooting it with Scud missiles and driving drones through its body, and it's sad. Yeah. This, uh, this big noodle person is just kind of a sad man. Yeah. But Streganona has this idea. She thinks, well... This thing is only known violence, but you should only cook with love. So, so why don't we why don't we treat it better and see if we can just restore some of its humanity and get it to voluntarily stay away from our cities.
2: Sure. So
1: they try to do that. They, they beam these giant uh, messages up into the sky via spotlights and stuff like that. But the noodle guy can't read it because he can only see above the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> so then Streganona herself takes a weather balloon all the way up through the clouds oh, yeah. with a parachute so she can safely land back on,
2: on thank the goodness she did that skydiving during her vacay she's already an old hat. It, it was all leading to nice. this moment
1: and um, she reasons with the, the noodle guy is very compassionate makes him feel at home and the noodle guy's like, "Well, you know, I feel very bad now that you've, you've told me that uh, I've caused so much harm and destruction. But when these missiles and drones attack me, I don't feel a thing. It doesn't hurt my noodles when they get destroyed. Wow. So Stregnana's noodles like are a,
0: invincible and the most powerful material known <laughs> to man. We we already right. know this,
1: and you'd go into the movie right, knowing right, this. Right. <laughs> so Stragonona well, are you saying that?'" we actually could eat you, and it wouldn't hurt you, and we could just keep eating you until you're a, the size of a normal man. Wow! And the noodle man says, that's exactly what I'm saying, Striganone. Wow. And he's saying, as well, it's a good thing that you made so many billions of clay bowls in your pottery <laughs> class that you can give one to each citizen of the world who doesn't have celiac disease. Right,
2: stases. I was say, <laughs> Some people out there that wouldn't benefit, but for those who, wow, man, this is all coming together. So
1: Streganona hands out all of the bowls, and everyone just starts chowing down on Noodle Man. And eventually, he is exactly the size of Robert Wadlow.
2: Oh my god. And he
1: decides, this is as big as I want to wow. be. The,
0: the perfect, perfect size.
2: size. 8 foot 11.
0: Does he also cry out in ecstasy as you're eating him?
1: <laughs> he does, which... Is problematic because he's so big <laughs> that it, it, it just the sound waves created cause a lot Shatter of damage. Every window on
2: Earth.
1: Um, but yeah, the only thing left to do is for him to soak his feet in the magic instant pot, which turns him into flesh and blood. Wow. Yeah, it says. And then sail turns him into a meatball. It's a prequel to your. What? Movie. <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was. It was all going so nicely. No, up just kidding. This is a oh, happy ending. Thank goodness. This is a happy ending. Thank goodness. i have had enough people being thrown into meat grinders recently. Whew. Well, Luke, I th- I loved I it. it. I thought it was impossible for you to to put all those classic literary works together and make a coherent movie out of it. But you done did it.
0: But you did. It. You you not only you 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 put them together and it yeah. was coherent
2: and how yeah i'll ship the heck out of that right through the clouds
1: all right well thanks for listening everyone out there
0: yeah uh what are we doing next whenever we do this now because time 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 doesn't doesn't matter
1: matter anymore let's do another poll okay yeah Yeah. can you do an open-ended question on twitter no, but you can ask for replies. Just
2: like sug-
1: yeah, let's just ask for replies. Here, I'll just and do, then whichever it, I'll it, I'll do right now. Gets the most hearts, we'll pitch it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it yeah. should be:
1: What
2: director should we pitch next? What oh, director bang. should we
0: pitch next? Ooh, that's a that's a real. It's a real
2: curveball. We haven't really we we have many times discussed doing directors, but have, I don't think we have done a director episode yet. So our very first one is gonna no. be a choose your own adventure by the people of people who follow our Twitter account.
0: Yeah, so it'll be the Myers who <laughs> choose this.
2: As it should be. As it should be.
0: Which director should we pitch next?
2: All right. Yeah, so that's what we'll be doing. Uh, we send our heartfelt hope that everybody's staying safe and healthy out there, washing those hands, staying six feet away from each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting a cool new haircut <laughs> That that's going to be attached to the poll I think it's going to be a picture of Luke's new haircut and again this poll is probably going to be posted before we post our episode <laughs> I already posted, already posted it, it. <laughs> so keep an eye out for that like I'll a tag, week ago I'll
0: tag Nas Energy Drink in it too <laughs>
2: How's that how's that campaign going? Well, have you gotten any response from Nas yet? Uh not yet, but there'll be a sponsor before, before we, we know it. it. Hopefully before this episode airs we'll have gotten our first sponsor. Tag in the
1: rapper Nas as well.
2: What was that? We should tag in the rapper Nas. Oh dang, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh man, all the Nas's. All the
2: Nas's, yeah.
1: Um, but navigate to pitch underscore hunt on Twitter yeah. to vote in that poll.
0: Uh, follow us on all platforms at pitch underscore hunt.
1: Email us at info at pitchhunt.org, Jacob, Luke, and will at pitchhunt.org.
2: Check out the website. Uh, you can check out the the pics and, and little blurbs that I write for each episode. Uh, okay. Updated every time we put up a new episode. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: We love we you. We love you very much.
0: We we love you so much, and stay safe out stay there. Stay safe, everybody. stay
2: healthy, and most importantly, stay pitchy.
0: Stay pitchy.
2: <laughs> goodbye. Bye.